maybe you have two weeks, maybe three, but what all us dance parents can plan on in winter is some form of holiday break. How you use that time during this break can affect your dancer's comp season that lurks just around the corner. In this mini episode, we want to take a little time to discuss what staying fit and motivated can look like for your dancer over winter break. Welcome to Two Dance Moms Podcast. Any episode that we have about the holidays is so fun. I know, we're really enjoying recording these holiday episodes, I have to say. We're in full holiday mode. Santa hat is here. Yes. We're feeling it red smelly candle is going we are all in holiday mode and you guys are probably gearing up for some time off for your dancer the studio is likely going to be closed around the holidays some point in between december and january the length of that time may differ but you're going to have some time off yeah and we've discussed this before uh you need to do what's best for your child in this moment Mm -hmm. and that can be different from year to year season to season right every different transition your kid may need something and that changes so whether they need a break whether they need more training it depends I feel like the winter break thing is unique too though because you know your comps are coming like right around that corner but you're right that prep being prepped for that can look different yeah yeah and how much time do you have in between when you come back and when you compete true So what sort of condition do you want to be in when you come back? I have definitely heard in the past we've had some breaks and then come back and the coaches are like, I could tell that you took a break. Stamina, (laughs) endurance, yeah. I think it can be difficult for your dancer to stay fit during such a like fun point of the season. Family's going to be visiting. There's going to be like holiday, lots of holiday treats and lots of other activities. Whereas I feel like summer break, there's a lot of open time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this is busy. Yes, this is busy time. So what would Casey is also a trainer? I think you guys know this. Yeah. But I feel like she has some really useful, helpful ideas for staying fit. What would be some things you would maybe suggest during winter break that people could do to stay fit? Their dancers could stay fit during this time. I think. The first thing, I would take it a couple steps back before you're actually doing your your like fitness, and I would create a schedule. Ooh. Create a schedule for your days off, and not every day is going to be a day that you do something, but some days will. Some days you'll have rest days, and we're going to be busy, and we're not going to do anything. But like, look at your two or three weeks and be like, hey, I'm going to try to fit in you know, something however many times a week. How many, from like a training perspective... How many days before you like lose your stamina? Maybe it's not the same as dancing, but like how many days consistently are okay to have off? Um, I don't know. It depends on like a little goes a long way. So even I would recommend like no more than a couple days off. Okay. Like if you're doing like a heavy workout, you need a couple days to rest because the the muscles need to um, like restore themselves and build but if you're just doing like light work you don't need a day off really yeah (laughs) like if you're just doing like minimal kind of like i'm just stretching today it's like i'm I'm just walking to see the christmas lights in my neighborhood i'm gonna take tomorrow off i stretched yesterday like you don't need a rest um and i think habits are important and consistency is important and keeping even if it's small it can just be a little bit i know at least from parenting side um teaching healthy habits is really important. Like your child making their bed every morning, things like that. And it's Mm -hmm. like getting in those good habits of like, hey, you don't have dance today, but 
you're going to do your stretching routine or you're going to do this little ab routine or whatever it is, but setting your schedule and hey, these are the days that we have availability to do whatever it is. Yeah. And kind of mapping it out ahead of time because if you get into the week and then all of a sudden it's going to be busy and it's going to be gone. Right. And you can say to that point, you can say, okay, well, the family's coming over on Monday, Tuesday night, we have this. You have Tuesday morning to do something. Yeah. So you can kind of plan almost, around all the happenings. I'd almost put it almost like your little chore chart. Like oh, if I your like kid that. has their like, you know, whatever their chore is and it's like, okay, and you've got, you know, a little stretching routine. It doesn't have to be a lot. But it's, it's just stuff something. you can do at, at home yeah. in general that you're planning. That's, I would say just start, start with your like, what does your calendar look like for your time off? If you're like traveling and you're on an airplane and you're this, that, and the other, and things are difficult, like, you know. It's not realistic. It's going to be a more difficult situation. The things that you choose to plan are going to be farther and fewer in between. Mm -hmm. But look at your calendar, figure out what kind of time and format and where you live too. We've talked a lot about, you know, our winter in California is kind of, it's kind of like fall. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's some days we have like sunny and seventies. Yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah. So like we still have full access to the outside and not everybody does. So depending on what your situation is, but map it out. And then from there, I would just kind of focus on like, what is coming? What does my kid need to work on? Some kids solos, we had a solo two years ago and it was stamina Mm -hmm. and stamina was the big thing that my daughter was struggling with in her solo. And so for us, because we did live somewhere that we could be outside, we went on big hill climbs. So we have a big steep neighborhood hill. We'd walk up the hill, try to get fast, Yeah. you know, or even jog, just something to try to keep the heart rate up. Uh, sustained uh, cardio and that was something that helped her come back after two weeks and not be totally like that's a good suggestion not have totally lost it so figure out what your kid needs look at your calendar kind of how many days do you have what actually fits in and then I'd go from there I know there was some resources online that we posted yes for some workouts some being Pilates some stretching some just strength and Mm -hmm. fitness so we can reshare that um, yeah. because they're applicable. I think we specifically discuss them for like the off season in summer, but they're super applicable during your break um, over winter. Yeah. Uh, I know that one gal, her Instagram handle is dancer underscore fitness dot com underscore. And she regularly posts small little workouts specific for dancers. And she talks about what it helps with like if you're struggling with this try this exercise so you can really like kind of formula pick pick Mm -hmm. and choose the exercises that work for whatever your kid needs i like that yeah so we'll reshare that and you can uh check those people for their online stuff there's also an account um it's an instagram account but they offer online stuff that you would purchase and it's called move method Mm. and it's stretching but stretching programs. So if you have something specific that you are trying to develop better flexibility and strength with, this woman is like very, very well educated with um, fitness and the body. And it's not just like a gal just saying like, hold a saddle strap. Like (laughs) she really knows what she's talking about and talks about how long to hold positions and it's really great. So that's a cool program if you wanna like buy something without having to actually go anywhere. Yeah. You could do that over your two week time period, have your kid do that little stretching program. That's by great. One and it's like a structured yes. so I think like especially I have a younger dancer, um, just sort of open ended saying, Okay, we're gonna plan these. It's one thing to like 
say you need to do something and it's another to have like structure to it. So for youngers, I feel like it, it's nice if you have a program like that that says it's like your class schedule. Yeah. You know, you're going in. And it's just for listeners who are not familiar, it's move method with a U instead of an O. So yeah. it's M-U-V-E method. All yeah. One word. We'll, we'll tag them and you guys can look at their, their programs that they offer and see if something fits for your kid's need. But I think you've got like two weeks, so... You already know, and you can talk to your director and be like, hey, what does my kid need to work on over break? Yeah. Maybe it's stamina. Maybe it's flexibility. Who knows? Strength, whatever. It could be a number of different things. A trick in specifics. Yeah. I think um, it can be very helpful and sort of an open time to get some private scheduled because there's a lot of rehearsals in the beginning of the season. There's a lot of classes, but this may be sort of a unique time other than summer where you can get some solid private lessons that are maybe not even specifically relating to your dancer solo or to a comp dance, but that is just like for learning new combos or working on tricks. Um, I would also say that it would maybe be useful to work with a different choreographer or a different teacher than the one for your solo because like our episode with um, Taylor, the professional uh, NFL dancer, she said how often you have to get comfortable with working with multiple choreographers because they teach different ways, dancing to numbers or dancing to beats, dancing to music, dancing to lyrics. Yeah. So I think this can be just another time where you can work get your dancer to work with somebody other than the one that they're working with regularly. Through and the you year. finally have time. You finally have time. I think this will probably differ by your studio, their availability. I'm sure this is like these poor teachers and choreographers, they want a break as well. So they may be wanting to rest. So maybe they don't have a lot of availability, but they might be able to refer. Right. If there's something, I mean, we've always said this, they know your kid. So they're going to know like, hey, maybe your child should work with this person over the break. Right. Yeah. I think this is your chance to kind of try something new, get a couple private lessons in. I love it. So we also have not just our dancer, but if you have multiple siblings Mm -hmm. who are home, it's a good opportunity to do some family fitness. Yes. And then it's kind of family bonding too. Or maybe you have family visiting like we do over the holiday break. I love it. What sort of like family activities do you guys like to do to kind of stay? There's a hike. There's a hike in our neighborhood. Ah. And um, usually my brother and his kids come and visit and stay with us and my sister. And so we all do this hike. Their kids are the same age as our kids. And um, it's really a pretty, maybe like a three mile uphill walk, but it's really, it's fun and it's beautiful and there's great photo ops. So that's something we like to do. That's awesome. Yeah. And I feel like we're not separating my dancer from, you know, the rest of the family and she's still getting fit mm-hmm. and staying active so we had um at the studio the bar studio i work with it's connected to a cycle studio and we had a family that came out to california from texas for christmas and they came to our studio there it was a dad and his wife and a daughter and her husband and maybe another daughter. There was like five of them. And they'd never done bar before. <laughs> oh and goodness. they signed up for a bar class. And the the two men, like any, we have men in our class, but like not a ton. And these men were giant men. <laughs> they were so tall. They were like football, like linebacker men. I love that and they were barring They were though. in the bar class with their sticky socks, pulsing. I love that. And tucking. Tucking. It was so the funniest thing and they were having so much fun I mean that's it they're not doing it seriously when it's a family affair sometimes like I mean they're getting fit but like you can kind of laugh too and that's what makes it fun yeah like they weren't it wasn't like distracting for the people in the class but it was like they were able to like laugh at themselves yeah and just have a good time and it was like 
they planned all these activities and the next day they cycled. I love that. So they did like a family cycle class and then they were like, they were telling us about their like vacation, but they had planned. That's such a great idea. All these like workouts at these different studios that they visited. And most studios will give you like your first time in a class for free. So you can, you can figure it out. But I loved it. And the whole, the whole group went, dad, (laughs) mom big brothers and they were all adults it was funny I love that um that reminds me during the pandemic when we were all like shut down and home we would do like family yoga sessions that I would lead I am no yoga teacher but like I know poses (laughs) enough I mean we would laugh when my husband would try and do some stretch poses but Mm -hmm. that's what made it more fun so I think you could throw something like like that in and you could get a video like you said online a yoga video and everybody could do it together but I think it's it's more fun and you're not separating your dancers if you can do it like a family workout together Mm -hmm. yes that sounds awesome so that's like staying physically fit how can we keep our dancers motivated over break because it's winter's usually colder you just want to stay inside with your pjs and your hot cocoa and watch christmas movies I know that's what I want to do So I think staying motivated during that time can be a little challenging. There are a lot of performances that tend to pop up around Mm -hmm. the holiday season. We've talked about Nutcracker is a show that you can go watch, but there's other like musicals and like where there is a lot of dance involved and you can go and be motivated from a live show. You can also watch a movie some yeah. classic musicals yeah that's a good idea watching like the original um what is it like guys and dolls and all west the dancing side west side story there's a lot of tap in like um what is it called a christmas story uh-huh with bing crosby yes, yeah like that woman taps like yes. a maniac the old movies had a lot of dancing yeah yeah so there's idea. like some definitely like motivating things and you can even keep it christmas themed mm-hmm. yeah i like that um, there, I've seen some studios are doing like a masterclass events and intensives over winter break. So if your director is okay with it, that's one way to, I think, get motiv- motivated because you're around other dancers and you're in sort of a new environment. So, and stay fit at the same time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So maybe look into that if that's something your studio allows. And we've talked about this too, knowing where your kid is at, maybe your studio has been doing a lot. Yeah. And they're just tired, possibly physically tired, maybe nursing a small injury that just needs to heal this might be your season to rest and that can not only heal your body but also kind of like heal mentally so that you can go back into the studio ready for the comp season so the motivation mentally may be to just take a rest yeah (laughs) and then you can avoid burnout if you're that's where your dancer is yeah if it's just some sometimes it is just time to rest and that's what your dancer needs so I think that that's that's good to point out that may be the way to stay motivated just by stopping for a bit (laughs) you can start stronger yes I agree um if you heard our injury episode we did talk about maybe some activities to avoid over winter break I mean we we just may be overly cautious but what are some things you would suggest people not do during winter break I I would umbrella it and just say anything that you are not good at (laughs) that uh that you are possibly able to like break a bone with yeah a risky sport with not a lot of experience can mean an injury often I would like I would umbrella it under that 
platform first. Like Mm -hmm. if you are terrible at this or you have zero experience doing this and people tend to get hurt doing it, maybe don't do it. And I think winter sports are a place where a lot of people get hurt, even the experienced ones. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to judge my family. We are not professional skiers. We used to go and ski often, but um, there was just so many injuries that we saw um, in friends and family from skiing that I'm going to say for our family, for my dancer, we're not going to ski this winter break. Yes. Yes. But maybe the gentle inner tube, inner tube, inner tube, inner tube. Have yes. you done the inner tube yeah, sledding? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's really fun. So fun. Yes. So yeah. that that one's acceptable. Yes. Maybe not skiing. And you know what? If you want to put some like elbow pads and wrist guards underneath that puffy jacket yes. of your kid, yes. no one will know. Wrap them. Who's going to know? Put them in a bubble, send them down a hill <laughs> on an inner tube. No judgment. My brother and his wife do cross-country skiing, and that is a safe form of skiing. Oh. It's just really boring looking. No, yeah. no, no judgment, guys. If you <laughs> listeners cross-country ski, it looks very physically taxing, but Again, that's maybe a safe ski option. We're not also in a place where that is, like, common. So yeah. maybe you live in a place and, like, cross-country skiing is, like, the jam. Yeah, like, maybe. That's just not where we live, and yeah. so we're not experienced to it. Yes. So. Yes, it's our ignorance speaking. Yes. Avoid, I think, we talked about this in our off-season episode, too much rest, maybe? It is true. Like, if your kid is feeling that that next-level burnout and they need to rest to, like, re-motivate them, mm-hmm. to, like, kind of get back into it, to become inspired, to miss what they love, yeah, they need to take that rest. But sometimes you can rest so much that you just, it's like, what is that? The principle, an object in motion stays in motion, stays in motion. an object at rest, rest stays at rest. Yes. Yeah. And it's you can, so hard to get going again from too much rest. Yes. You can just get lazy mm-hmm. and almost like atrophy. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of get stuck in this yeah. stable, non-moving place. So, And I think at this point of the year too, it's also common and unfortunate when like choreo is forgotten Generally, your your choreo is done for comp dances. Yeah. So if you take too long of a break and you aren't practicing, then when your dancer goes back, it's going to be really evident. Pro tip. It's, it's like a setback, you know? Pro tip. Make sure before your winter break that you have videos. Yes. For every single dance that your kid is in so that they can rehearse and they don't show up after winter break having forgotten. Don't be that... Yeah. dancer that is not prepared yes. yes have the videos practice you don't do want to be a forgetful team. franny you do, <laughs> you do not because if the kid comes back and then the the director is like hey you forgot your whole dance like that's not a fun place to be in no so just you know i think it's okay especially if you have a younger dancer like it's okay to remind them and just say like hey absolutely you've got your dances let's make sure that you are reviewing at least like one dance a day or mm-hmm. just watch the video or something and that way when you go back it's not like you're starting over from yeah. square one. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that's something, especially if you're a new dance parent, you don't necessarily know. But we're telling you, have a video for every dance that your dancer is in so that they can practice or watch it. If Just your do studio it. <laughs> does not record video for you and you have a monitor, you can record, record the monitor, the monitor yeah. from the lobby. Record it so that they have something to watch. If there is no monitor for them to record from, 
after dance practice one day when they get home and it's fresh in their mind, have them record themselves, even just marking it Mm -hmm. so that they don't forget what comes next. Because they'll remember if they record themselves doing it, like our studio records, but sometimes they don't record and they'll have made a change. And I've told my daughter, you're responsible to record those changes in your room. Yeah. And then you can remember it later. Yeah. That's good advice. I mean, something, it doesn't have to be a perfect video. It doesn't have to be in its perfect form. It can just be marking. Just enough that they will remember because you're going to have like three weeks and then all of a sudden it's going to be three weeks, four weeks since they've done it and it's easy to forget. Yes. Especially this time period. So that concludes our mini episode about winter break. I am excited for all of the Christmas things to come. All the things, all the rest, all the training. We hope you all have a good one, and we appreciate you listening. All right. We'll catch you next time on Two Dance Moms Podcast. Mm -hmm.